The Kramer Show is coming up in a second. We're really serious about growing the show, and we can't do that without you. If you like what you're hearing, and let's be honest, who isn't, then take a few seconds to post a link to the show on your Facebook and Twitter. It would be a huge help. If you have a comment about The Kramer Show, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Kramer Radio. K-R-A-M-E-R-R-A-D-I-O. Please enter your destination. Enter a destination. Destination. Welcome, Kramer Show Online. This is the unedited, not safe for work, Kramer Show Online. We say fuck a lot. Fuck, 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 fuck. What is going on here? The Kramer Show Online. The Kramer Show Online. The Kramer Show Online. Hello, hi, Renegade Nation, hi. How are you doing? Everything okay? Good. You're doing well? Good. It is me, Kramer. Hi. Um, the new website is up today. Uh, so hit it up, renegadetalkradio.com. You know, I don't even know how people listen. How, how are people listening? Uh, I don't even know if we have listeners, in fact. But what do people do? Do they go to the website? Do they go to Stitcher? Do they do they go to iTunes? How are how are people listening? I need to start, you know, by the way, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, the new site is up, renegadetalkradio.com. And uh, one of the things that um, I'm finding out uh, is that we want to have the biggest audience possible, um, you know, before we have advertising on this show uh renegade talk radio.com been around for many many years um uh, you know uh, rich and marla have their listeners and all that uh but what i've decided to do uh to make some uh, actual money while i'm doing this uh before we have a big audience and before we start selling advertisements and all that uh is to get some of the audience to go and uh, uh pledge money on patreon now Patreon is, it's one of those websites, it's like Kickstarter, one of those, but it's for people in the, who are artistic, who are creating something, uh, and it also allows the, the creator to give back. So, if you go to patreon.com backslash the Kramer Show, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com backslash the Kramer Show, um, you give like three bucks, you give one dollar, you give five, ten, 
20, 50, 100, 500. So we have these goals. And my goal is to do more than two shows a week. So once we hit the, uh, I think, what is it, 250 or the $500 mark, something like that, it's not a lot of money. It's just, it's just enough so that uh, I get a little kiss and I realize that people are digging it. People are listening. Uh, so then that drives me to, you know, do more shows. Uh, and you don't have to give that, you know, you don't have to give $500. You can give three bucks. Um, and with different tiers of money, we give different things. Uh, I think what we have these bumper stickers that we're giving out. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but it's a great way uh, to help this show grow and evolve. And my goal is to do a live show uh, every single day. That's what I am hoping to do eventually. And we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, we're just uh, we're just starting out. My name is Kramer. You can find uh, my website at KramerShow.net. You can find the Patreon link there uh, as well on KramerShow.net. I watched the caucuses a little bit last night. I, I, I you know, really, to, to watch all this uh, unfold, this political madness, you really have to be dedicated, and I am just not that dedicated. <clears throat> and two, uh, with the internet and the way everything is so speedy, you don't even need to watch it as it unfolds. You can put it all on hold and say, you know what? I'll get back to it tomorrow. Uh, you know, I'll wake up in the morning. All this shit will be on uh, online. I'll be able to see exactly what's going on. Now, there's some interesting things that are happening uh, here. All right. Um, Donald Trump, you know, who's huge and everything he does is huge and he never loses well, you lost last night, fucker. You know, you lost. Barely. And it's in, you know, Iowa, so who cares? But you did lose. I mean, hey, you know, you can't win them all. Now, uh, number one, Ted Cruz. Number two, Donald Trump. And then number three, Marco Rubio. First of all, I have a couple of things about Ted Cruz. I can't get around his mom jeans. Have you noticed that the motherfucker wears mom jeans? These jeans that he wears, they come up <laughs> they come up to like his titties, right? And he's got this big huge long midsection and he always wear and they're a little high, little high waters. And he's got those dumb white tennis shoes on. Uh very very odd looking guy. Uh I I think his wife is kind of I wouldn't say hot. I would say cute. Um, but let's get to Marco Rubio. Ladies and gentlemen, today, in fact, let me pull this up because I want to I wanna read for you what's going on with Marco Rubio. Very interesting stuff here, man. <laughs> yes. Ticket. So they say, that Marco Rubio, back in the late 80s and early 90s, was an extroverted gay man who hung out at bathhouses doing the booger sugar, baby. The cocaña. <laughs> and... Ladies and gentlemen, not only is it said, there are pictures. I'm looking at them now. 
Look at that. Now, I can't tell if that's Marco Rubio, but the uh, person who put this out there has a picture of Marco Rubio in a foam party with a bunch of other gay dudes with their shirts off. All right? And as if that wasn't enough... There's another picture of Marco Rubio dancing in a gay dance troupe, kind of like uh, like a Chippendales kind of deal, at a South Beach gay nightclub. It's called the Warsaw Ballroom. And there are pictures of Marco Rubio in his little getup in 1989 and 1990. <laughs> I don't know for sure if this is Marco Rubio and the pictures that I'm uh, looking at right now. I don't know. There's no way to tell. It looks like it could be a young Marco Rubio. Let me read, shall I? Marco Rubio's alleged gay past is the subject of a hit piece that's being widely circulated on Facebook that contains a lot of innuendo and some provocative photos allegedly of the Florida senator. The Post, by columnist Wayne Madsen, published a public intelligence blog, claims that Marco Rubio was, as a high school and college student, known to be a very extroverted homosexual in both South Beach in Miami, a popular gay area, and at college in Gainesville, Florida. The, the piece contains an alleged photo of Rubio below in 1989 dancing and singing in a South Miami troupe that combined the Chippendales with the village people. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, by the way, I don't give a rat's ass if the guy, I don't care, you know, that you dabbled in homosexuality that's your business that really is your business i get that but i'm not the normal person out there the normal person and by the way do i think that rubio is going to be the next president no I, i don't but you know that doesn't really matter and i will tell you this out of all all of the candidates rubio is really only one of maybe two that I actually like. But now we got to deal with this. You know, and there are a lot of people that were on the fence about Marco Rubio and didn't know him, didn't know you know who he was, where he was from, didn't know his past. Well, see, this is what happens. I don't know how in the world you could have been in a gay dance troupe doing uh, gay things doing cocaine in nightclubs and not expect that that was at some point going to come out. And again, it's all alleged. I don't know for sure. We'll see. It'll all, you know, eventually come out in the wash. And hey, you know what, too? I also understand uh, a young man does a lot of crazy stuff. Now, I can honestly tell you, I've never been to a gay foam uh, party doing gay stuff, snorting blow. But you know what, Marco? I can can give you a a little bit of a pass in that uh, when we're young, we do crazy, dumb shit. Totally get it. Again, not that 
we've all gone to gay phone parties to do blow, but we've all done our fair share of crazy things. You, on the other hand, it appears to have almost made a career out of it, but I'm just saying. (laughs) So what happens? Let me ask you this. What happens if you are really into a candidate? And a lot of people are and were into Marco Rubio. Hella came in third at the caucus. He's a young guy, vibrant, uh, has a, a you know seemingly a beautiful future, has the family, has it all, and you really dig what he says politically. And then all of a sudden, something like this breaks. What happens? Do you say, "Oh my God"? Well, there goes that. And you know what? I really do think that there is a large population out there that does say that. And let's not forget, not to cast stones, but I'm about to throw one really hard. Let's not forget, we're talking about the goddamn Republican Party, the GOP. So as soon as one of them comes out and there is even a question that he may or may not have been at a gay phone party doing gay things... With some cocaine, then all bets are off. I mean, and you know, you can you can absolutely count on every every one of the other Republican candidates uh, and Democrat for that matter, uh, lobbing zings left and right at this point. This just broke this afternoon, or at least uh, I only heard about it this afternoon. So I don't I I don't know I'm looking at the pictures now and if you I guess if you take the one of him dancing with his shirt off and you blow that up it that's that looks like Marco Rubio. It says another photo shows a, a gay foam party of the '90s South Beach gay nightclub Warsaw Ballroom and shows a man's profile which Madsen says is believed to be Rubio. The face is obscured so it really could could be anybody. Uh, Madsen writes, in order to prepare for the University of Florida, Rubio attended Santa Fe Community College in Gainesville. Um, Republican sources have told WMR that Rubio, Barrios, and two other students shared a townhouse in Gainesville that was known locally as a Coke house where cocaine was readily available uh, as were almost nonstop parties in what amounted to an off-campus gay frat house. Holy shit. God damn. Uh, In 1987, Rubio's brother-in-law, Orlando Cecilia, was busted by the Drug Enforcement Administration for his role as a key figure uh, in a cocaine smuggling ring in South Florida. See, and as you read the article, you realize everything is pointing to this is true. Brother got arrested by the DEA for smuggling uh, uh, coke. (laughs) He was known to hang out with uh, the guy Barrios. After graduating from the University of Florida, Florida, Rubio attended the University of Miami Law School. In 1995, Rubio claims he met his wife, uh, who then was a Miami Dolphins cheerleader, Jeanette Dusebis. Uh They were at a phone party in South Beach. And that comes from him. He says they were at a phone party in South Beach. And they said that if you go back and you look in history, that at that time, particularly in South Florida, Foam parties were exclusive. They were exclusively gay events. There were not straight foam parties. Now, I will tell you, I lived in Tampa Bay uh, in 1997. And there were foam parties there that were thrown uh, in Ybor City. 
that were straight. You know, it was like dance clubs. Uh, you know. <laughs> and I'm kind of giggling because, well, you know, dance clubs, they're usually kind of, you know, right in the middle of the road. But, you know, while you would be walking down the street of Ybor City, which is the Cuban district in Tampa, Florida, uh, the foam would be, you know, pouring out onto the street. And that that started kind of that was kind of a new thing. So I don't, I don't know that you would consider Tampa southern Florida, but I do know from personal experience that there were straight people in that nightclub. So I don't know. Do you call foam parties in 1995 a, a gay exclusive kind of thing? I don't know. And then it says the photo was accompanied by a juicy description from the 1995 Miami New Times article describing the foam parties at Warsaw and Amnesia. There's one piece of Madsen's story that is accurate. In 1989, a year before Rubio was arrested with his friend uh, Angel Barrios and another unidentified male friend in Alice Wainwright Park in South Miami, ostensibly for drinking beer and a car after closing time in a park known as a pickup locale for gays. So what he's saying is that, you know, they were at this place where everybody pretty much knew that was where you go to pick up gay people. And he and a couple of other guys were hanging out drinking beer after hours. We will see what happens uh, with this. We will see how Donald Trump responds. We will see uh, if there's anything that's going to be said from uh ted cruz and we'll also what i think is going to be interesting is to see how the media handles something like this because there are there are glimpses that it is marco rubio and it seems to point to the truth but we don't know for sure yet be back the kramer show will be back in a second but now it's time for comic relief another comedy selection handpicked by kramer himself <laughs> carlos mencia when i was a little kid shit if i would have come home late from school my mom would have been like hey you better have a goddamn good reason for being here goddamn 35 minutes late but what do mommy you don't understand the bus driver What the fuck did you do? What the fuck did you do? Why did he drop you off in the goddamn motherfucking place, huh? I'm gonna call Culero, and if you did some shit, que me parto un rayo del cielo, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. See, but not today. Today, kids go, Mom, I'm gonna call the police on you if you hit me. They do, and parents go, you don't understand, Carlos, kids can call the police. I could call the fucking police, too. Except that when I told my mom, hey, bitch, you ever hit me again, I'll call the fucking police. She didn't get scared. Her fucking eyes rolled into the back of her head. She turned into the fucking exorcist. My father saw her face and went, run, motherfucker, run! She pulled out the fucking phone, put it in front of me, and said, go ahead, you little shit. Call the police. But before you do, you better call the ambulance and tell them there's a dead little fucking Mexican in my house. Stick this in your ear. 
the number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. It isn't politically correct. It's just correct. Correct. The Kramer Show. Kramer Show. The Kramer Show. Welcome back to the Kramer Show. Hi. Um, you have really caught us right in a crazy moment because we're having a foam party. And we think that this may be like one of the very first foam parties that's ever been on the internet, on an internet talk show here on blogtalkradio.com. So amazing. We're having so much fun. Um, oh, hey, hey, look, it's my friend Marco. He's here. Um, Hi, you good-looking son of a bitch. Oh, my God. You are so cute. You're adorbs. Oh, my God. And look at that little tiny swimsuit. Um, what are you... Are you smuggling a pickle? Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, we are... Woo! Oh! Marco, that is so much fun. Oh, that feels so great. Thanks, Marco. You're... Marco! At least that's that's kind of how it went down in our heads. Welcome back to the Kramer Show. Oh, <laughs> uh, I will. No matter if that's true or not, I will never look at Marco Rubio, Marco Rubio, the same. Because uh, now all I can see, you know, he just it, I, all I see is a Chippendale doing cocaine uh, at a booty party, a gay booty party. <laughs> You know, one of the uh, biggest things about RenegadeTalkRadio.com that we pride ourselves on is the freedom of speech. And we say, you know, whatever we want, we want to. Um, I, I can't say that there are really any limits. Um, I haven't really I haven't really thought about it that much. Gene, will you please turn off my mother fucking Facebook? I hate when I'm in this studio and I'm really in the moment and I'm talking and you fuckers have this Facebook pulled up and I hear that ding, it fucks with me so bad. And all I've asked is that you just turn it off, just turn it down or off. I don't know whatever you guys do, but fucking eliminate that from hear- me hearing that in my headphones. I am eventually going to go postal and I'm going to come across this console onto you one time and i'm going to chew your jugular out of your fucking throat (sighs) my wife tells me all the time you know um i like you better pissed because you get shit done when you're pissed well, I don't I don't want to have to I don't want to have to get to the point where I'm <laughs> I'm about to murder a guy before something gets done. I shouldn't have to. I mean, I keep telling him. Oh my god, I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to lose it. Gene, I am not kidding. This is not for the show. You better turn that fucking shit off or I'm going to kick your ass right now. If I hear another ding, I might I will seriously put my headphones down and come over there and punch you. I will, I swear. All right. Well, where was I? Uh I was talking about Phil and Selma. So one of the things that we pride ourselves on here 
on on our website is the idea of freedom of speech. Now, in terrestrial, like, okay, what I just said, I just threatened someone. I dropped the F-bomb about 37 times. Would you ever hear that on terrestrial radio? No, you will not. Uh, and that is one reason why I'm committed to doing this show, because I believe in freedom of speech, even if it pisses someone off. Now, out there in the corporate world, there are limits. There are things that you can and cannot do. There are things that you can't do at your job. You know, uh, it might be nice, uh, a, a nice thought. You know, maybe you want to go to the front desk woman, um, pull your dick out and slap her in the mouth. Maybe that I mean. You know, that might sound like a fun thing to do, but <laughs> but you can't do that, right? So in the corporate world, there are so many rules. Now, when you're talking about saying something in public, then it's different, okay? Phil Anselmo, lead singer of Pantera. Um, Pantera's a metal band. Uh, they they don't they don't they don't they've broken up they've disbanded many a couple of years ago, but uh, Dimebag Daryl was the guitarist. He's he's still known as one of the greatest guitarists ever, ever, and definitely one of the top five guitarists ever uh, in the genre of metal music, rock music. So to commemorate Dimebag, <clears throat> a lot of rock stars went out to L.A. and they have this thing every year called Dime Bash. It's a bunch of them. They get together, they get drunk, uh, loaded. They go, they go, they all go on stage, play Pantera songs and all this. So it was kind of cool because Phil, Phil and Selmo was at this one. He was the lead singer of Pantera, and he was at this show. And so to hear him do Pantera songs was really, really cool. So he does them, uh, and then at the end, he gives that Nazi style salute and says to the crowd, "Screams white power." Well, now you have people all over the internet that are coming either in defense of Phil Anselmo or striking back. Now, uh, a guy by the name of Rob Flynn is in the band Machine Head, and he made a video ripping Phil Anselmo a new asshole for doing that. So having said that, I used to hang around Pantera all the time. Uh, when I was on the radio in Dallas, I hung around Vince, Vinny, Vinny Paul, the drummer and Dimebag. Uh, Phil was around, but Phil was always so loaded uh, on drugs that he couldn't have a conversation. So he would just be hanging out somewhere, you know, doing his thing, uh, vomiting in the bo- in the corner of the room. <clears throat> and so. I thought about this and I was like, I don't know if I want to even comment on it or not because I'm friends with him. But I'm, I'm, but I, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to comment and I'll tell you exactly how I feel about it. I adore the rock genre of music. I do, and I have defended uh, the the rock genre of music for decades. I have been in radio uh, playing rock music and defending it as a format on the radio for a long time. I am sick and tired of every five minutes having to fucking defend it because of some idiotic move that some douchebag 
does, did, or said. If you want to believe in white power and you want to believe that white people are the dominant race and that's your thing, I'm okay with that. Don't be a pussy. Don't don't wait until all the criticism comes down on you and then apologize. Because he did put out an apology video. And it's so dumb to me to do that. Because Phil has done this and said these types of things for years and years and years. It dates back to like 1993. You know, you can you can go back and watch video on YouTube of him saying the most horrific, horrible racist shit it's unbelievable and then he comes out with this apology uh the other day this is what phil anselmo said about that phil page anselmo here and i'm here to basically respond to all the heat i've been getting that i deserve completely um i was at the dime bash and it was extremely late at night Uh, There was heavy-duty talk between myself and and those who love Dime, and and, uh, heavy emotions were flowing. Jokes were made backstage that transpired upon the stage, and it was ugly. It was uncalled for. And anyone who knows me and my true nature knows that I don't believe in any of that. I don't want to be part of any group. I just I'm an individual and, and I'm and I am a thousand percent apologetic to anyone that took offense to what I said, because you should have taken offense to what I said. And I am so sorry. But I don't get what you're sorry for. Because you you said what you said, it was clear as a bell. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't in reference to something else. It was you giving the Nazi salute, saying white power. Well, why as sooner or later, Phil? Why don't you just own it and say you're a racist scumbag? Well, just say that. So, Rob Flynn of machine head in his diatribe he said you know no people have thought about this for years but no one had the balls to say anything because phil anselmo is a bully and he's right phil anselmo is an out of control uh bully um i don't know man uh you know there are rumblings about pantera getting back together with philip anselmo and uh vinny maybe putting zach wild in there and that's all cool and everything but dude, you keep doing this dumb shit. All right, um, find us at KramerShow.net. K R A M E R S H O W. KramerShow.net. See you next time. The Kramer Show. We'll be back in a second. Back in a second. The Kramer Show. You know, by the way, I don't like this mic. Whoever the hell brought this mic system, don't the son of a bitch to put it in, I'll tell you. No, this mic is terrible. Stupid mic keeps popping. Do you hear that, George? Don't pay him. Don't pay him. You know, I believe in paying. But when somebody does a bad job like this stupid mic, you shouldn't pay the best, sir. Terrible. Terrible. 
It's true. And you got to be tough with your people because they'll pay. They don't care. They'll pay. So we're not going to pay. I guarantee you I'm not paying for this mic. Every, every, two, every two minutes I hear like boom, boom, boom. This is The Kramer Show.